addition to dog-eared, I have a show called Health Power. Now, I've been in health media for 24 years, radio, TV, and podcasts. And I really care about not just what I put in my body, but what I put on my body. So I am absolutely in love with One Earth Body Care. Now, I extend that to my pets. I'm very careful about what I feed them, and I'm very careful about what I put on them. So I was so excited to find out that One Earth Body Care also has pet shampoo bars, which are phenomenal. They're gentle with organic oatmeal to soothe skin. Their neutral pH matches your pet skin pH. Last 20 plus washes for large dogs and they're scented with pet-friendly essential oils. They also have a skin fix for pets, organic coconut, sunflower, and jojoba oils. It has calendula, which stimulates healing. It's great for hot spots, itchy patches, and their nose and paws. It's edible ingredients, safe to lick, and it's available with lavender, oil, or unscented. So I highly recommend you go to oneearthbodycare.com, click on pets, and get these for your pets. And while you're there, you can get wonderful things for your hair, your face, and body, and more. Again, oneearthbodycare.com. Does your dog do? Well, joining us to answer this question on this special bonus 4th of July show for Dog Eared, we're going to be talking about expert tips to keep your pet calm during July 4th fireworks. Joan Ranquette is an accomplished animal communicator of over 30 years, a TEDx speaker, educator, animal guardian, and author of Emotional Freedom Technique for Animals and Their Humans, Creating a Harmonious Relationship Through Tapping. Joan, does your dog do? Well, uh, one of my dogs, I have three, and I have three cats and three horses, but one of my dogs, Delilah, who I'm looking at right now, she looks so peaceful. She flies into the air, and because she's Border Collie, likes to grab my arm when I'm about to go on an H-I-K-E. So Ah. (laughs) she goes from a 12-year-old to a kangaroo in a matter of moments. When did your love of dogs begin? Well, I actually joked that I was raised as a small lap dog. I <laughs> was, if you look at any picture of me and my dad from until I'm like about three years old, I'm always on his lap with the dog. So um, I think they like the dog more than me, but eventually I, I won their hearts eventually. But yeah, I was raised as a small lap dog. <laughs> Whatever you're doing this fourth, you really want to take good care of your pets. So what is the first thing we should keep in mind, Joan, that we can do to help particularly our dogs? Well, I mean, the first thing is make sure that you're calm. You know, if you're nervous about them being nervous and, you know, you're you're winding yourself up, you're um, not giving them a good indication that they should stay calm right? Oh, right. That's a really good point. And then if you're somebody who's, um, you know, tries to coddle an animal that gets terrified, you're adding to the the idea that there is something wrong, right? So that brings me to the next thing, which is have a safe space for them. If we think about their, um, their forefathers, their, uh, wolf pack friends, um, they live in a den. If something's going wrong or weird, you know, they, they're all in. And so even if you're not a crate person, you know, maybe a, a corner of your closet or something like that. My dog used to, um, the dog that was afraid years ago, 
used to love to get into the bathtub. She just needed to be in the bathtub. Um, and I think sometimes that cool, you know, that was cool on her tummy because she'd get nervous, you know, and that affects, you know, when you think about anxiety, it's the one thing that will also, um, it's a, an emotion, but it's also a physiological situation. Um, so the tummy can get funny. Um, and then lots of calming things. Um, well, one thing I wanted to share, my dog that, um, was that used to be afraid whenever I, when she was a puppy, I taught her that the vacuum was fun, right? So if I got the vacuum out, I always was tossing the ball, tossing the ball, tossing the ball. So on 4th of July, I would vacuum almost all night and I felt like I had the cleanest house in all the world. So I used to clean relentlessly on 4th of July, but now I, I do nothing. Um, but yeah, so doing an activity that they love um, and that has has a sound cancellation opportunity like the vacuum or putting on music, things like that. But then there's some really great body work things you can do. Um, the first I'll mention is called the bladder sweep. And that is going... Um, so in traditional Chinese medicine, the body has a bunch of meridians, right? Like a map. Um, and so the bladder meridian <coughs> runs from the inside of their eye, like the eyebrow point, and runs all the way over the top of their head, down their neck, down their back, and then goes down to each hind leg and basically lands at that outside toe. And so what I like to do for a bladder sweep is start at the top of the head, go all the way to the end of the tail three times, and then go all the way, start at the top of the head, go all the way down the right side to that end point on the toe, and then three times, and then go start again at the top of the head and go all the way down to the end of the left toe uh, three times. And that works. It's all the same points for cats and horses. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is so interesting. I want to go back to something you said at the beginning when you were talking about your emotions. Dogs and other animals obviously really pick up on our emotions. And to be able to have ourselves be calm, because if you're super anxious about, oh my God, what if the person next door goes nuts again with the fireworks and the firecrackers all night? Ah, they're going to pick up on that frenzy. So we need to have things that we can calm ourselves down with too. So do some breathing, right? Music, breathing. something, yeah. walk, go for a walk. Go for a walk, meditate. Some people, it might be booze. <laughs> Some next. people it might be edibles. I don't exactly. Know, just, just saying. Right. It might be <laughs> something. Yeah. Uh, but it, um, so one of the other techniques, and I, I just had a book come out about it called Emotional Freedom Technique for Animals. Nice. And so in there, you can, um, you know, I have tap all the tapping points for the humans and the animals. But Great. Yeah, you could tap on yourself, and again, it's that bladder one that on the inside of the eye, and just, you know, maybe say, I'm really, you could start with yourself and do a round of tapping on all the points, and then, um, you know, say, this, this is a tough holiday, this is scary, this is scary, I'm scared for my dog, it makes me nervous, I don't like this, I don't like this, and then start to switch it to, 
but we're safe. I keep my, I'm a great dog mom. I'm a great dog person. I keep my animals safe. So going through all the tapping points with the calm. And then you would do the same thing for the animals. So um, I could walk people through it if we wanted to. Yeah, that would be great. Okay, so let's say you have a dog that is afraid. Um, and the tapping points are on the inside of the eye, the outside of the eye, under the eye, the top of the nose, under the chin, inside the chest, and on the top of the head. So I'm going to do I'm going to do a little sample of what I would do. And I have a YouTube video, but this is this is more fun. So let's so you would you might start with the bladder sweep, right? Like calm your animal down, get your animal thinking in its body because when we're afraid we kind of just leave our body so want to ground our animal and, and getting down to that toe point that that last bit of the bladder meridian reminds them oh yeah i'm a whole body and so then you would um start with something like inside of the eye what are these noises outside of the eye i hate this under the eye I am so nervous, top of the nose. I can't stand this under the chin. I don't feel safe inside of the chest. I don't know where to go, top of the head. And they're acting really funny inside of the eye. I don't like this outside of the eye. I'm scared under the eye. I'm really scared, top of the nose. I'm really scared under the chin. I'm really, really scared inside of the chest. But they seem to be calm now, top of the head. Okay, I could be calm inside of the eye. I could be calm outside of the eye. Okay, I'm calm under the eye. I'm calm, top of the nose. I can do this under the chin. I've got this inside of the chest. I'm calm, top of the head. Huh, I'm calm. Now... Just so people understand, while you're saying stuff, you're tapping the spots, right? Because you yes. tell us which. Okay. Now, when you say inside the eye. Like like the inside, right right there, that eyebrow point. Oh, okay. Because I'm thinking, are you tapping their eyelids? No, are no. You no and I'm so, I always just say inside the eye. Because I, I got that. it. So that's that, that's that bladder one point. And it's very calming. Unless you have a unibrow, just go to where your eyebrows start. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just being on. And if you have yeah. a unibrow, just go to where if you plucked them, your eyebrows would start. And then you tap. While I, and the one that you just did, were you doing on yourself? On the dog. On the dog. Okay. So I make sure. But it sounds like you could do that on yourself too. Yeah. Okay. That's amazing. It's so amazing because you'll see them start to release. They'll start to lick and chew. Their eye will soften. They'll start yawning. They maybe aren't as, you know, amped. They aren't pacing. They're, you know, they start to like process differently. And when you're calm, you can make a different choice. Yeah, that is so true. You know, I had a a Dr. Michael Pincus on. He wrote a book on uh, acupressure points for pets. That was, and I did that. You know, Benji loved it. All the things you just said, he did. You just relax. I mean, so thank you. And I'll try this as well. Neither one of my dogs is bothered. Although the other night, it was the loudest thunder I'd ever heard. And my pity blue, who's usually a pretty, he's a pretty mellow dog. He started barking at it 
because it was like so loud. It shook the house and we had, it's okay, Blue. It's, and then he caught, you know, he sat with us and calmed down. Although we're in an area where maybe you'll hear a few cra- firecrackers. So I haven't, I guess, fully had that experience, you know, where it's really loud. I live in Southern California. We have a lot of, you know, fear about fire. So it's, oh. but I live up on a hill so I can see all of the fireworks all the way. Oh, that must be bend. pretty. Yeah. But when I lived in Seattle, it was like a war zone. I lived, you know, I always lived with horses. So I'm just out a bit. And I always said that, you know, it was a full on competition between the rednecks and the Microsoft billionaires, you know, <laughs> of who had the bigger, bigger <laughs> booms. So it was terrifying. Joan, I just love to know, when did you first get interested in, in I, w- I would say looking at pets in a holistic nature? Well, I mean, to be quite honest, I had a sister die of a brain tumor in 1996, oh, and that really... I'm so sorry. Yeah, thank you. It just, it turned everything around. Like, I just didn't buy the Western medicine model, even though it just fit the exact trajectory, and I came home with all this holistic health ideas, and, you know, my family just thought I was high on crack. And uh, later they they looked to it when another sister of mine was sick, but it was not a big hit in the 80s. And yet I never stopped my belief in it because it was, it it just is the, to me, it's the only thing that makes sense. You know, doing these other things for big guns, you know, like the chemo and the radiation, it's, it's a necessary evil, I guess, when you get to that point of being that sick, but you know, at the end of the day, feeding your animals the way you'd want to eat, you know, yeah, want to be eating really healthy and a balanced meal and get your vitamins and your minerals and your exercise and your calming moments and your, you know, fun moments, you know, get your joy in all of the things, you know, that's all part of the whole picture. You're so right. I just bought, I think, 25 acorn squash. (laughs) For my pity. And I would love to have you back. First of all, I'm going to read your book and have you back. I'm very excited. And I just love having people come on who can just share some great things that people hadn't thought of. You know, a lot of fireworks shows are like, okay, put the vest on and okay, and that's it. That, that's it. Okay. You know, but to have like, oh, traditional Chinese medicine and tapping and it's just fabulous. Now, what do you think of the vest, by the way? Because I've heard from people they can be helpful. Um, I bought one for my dog that used to be afraid, and it, it probably brought it down a couple of notches. I think you have to get animals used to something like that before we're in emergency zone. Because Right, that's a good point. Once we're in emergency, and then we put it on, their adrenals are like, womp, 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 and you know... <laughs> It takes a lot, but doing that bladder sweep, you know, bringing them back into their body and then putting the vest on, that could be a great way. It's, it's, it's just all about helping them feel contained within their body because when we're afraid, we just pop right out of the top of our head and then we're running around crazy. Yeah, that is so true. Well, Joan Raquette is Ranquette, excuse me, is fantastic. Her book, which we're going to have on soon, Emotional Freedom Technique for Animals and Their Humans, Creating a Harmonious Relationship Through Tapping. It just came out June 27th. So just very recently. Congratulations. Thank you. And Joan, is there anything else you wanted to add today? And I'm super excited to have you back. Uh, No, just be safe. And you know what? Even if you have to fake it until you make it, stay calm. 
because I know ner- you know we, our own nervous systems get rattled with with the crazy sound. So yeah, you know, just try to breathe into the bottom of your feet and be the emotional leader that your animal needs you to be. Oh, I love that. All right, Joan, tell us all the ways we can find you and your fabulous work. Um, you can find me on um, my website, which is joanrenquet.com. And then I also have a really fun Facebook group um, called Learn to Communicate with Animals with Joan. And Nice. Yeah, I do tapping in there. Sometimes I do readings. Um, I have master classes. It's just um, all sorts of fun ways to learn about animal communication and energy healing. So I interviewed a woman who wrote a wonderful book and it was about her deaf pit bull Celeste and how she used an animal communicator to communicate with Celeste. And it almost reads like a novel. Like at first I was like, wait, is this real or is this a novel? But it's really fabulous and I highly recommend it. So I interviewed a wonderful woman named Maria Reich and her book is called A Thousand Lifetimes, a story of a woman and her dog, both sides of the tale. So I highly recommend it. You can go to my site and listen to the interview if you missed it. And uh, I think it'd be right up your alley, Joan. I really do. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on this special episode of Dog Eared. I can't wait to have you back. Everybody have a safe 4th of July. Just be super careful and do these things that Joan talked about. They're just fabulous. And if you want to find me, see pictures of my good boys, you can go to at Lisa Davis MPH on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Happy 4th. <laughs>